Hey friends, I'm Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca, and welcome to Simple Saturdays. So if you read today's Simple Saturday email, you'll know that I'm going to change things up a bit. My emails have been getting long. They are not so simple anymore, and it's been happening for a while. I just have so much to say, and I can't chill out. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to chill out and going to rein it in. I'm going to make my emails simple again for you guys because I respect the space you give me in the podcast and in your inbox. And so I'm going to focus on one bigger issue, share a blog post on it, talk about it here on the podcast in a longer form, and then share a couple little tips. So today we're going to talk mostly about identity clutter. And this is something I shared in an email in the past and had great response. You guys emailed me and said, this is what's happening in my life. Thanks for talking about it. Thanks for giving it a name. Maybe the name exists. I'm not sure. I think I made it up. If you heard it somewhere else, send it my way so I can give that person some props. Identity clutter are the things in your house that you're just not using or doing. You think that you want to be that person. You used to be that person. You dream of being that person maybe, but you aren't. You just aren't today. And I shared a story about how I was decluttering my baking cupboard and I came across a big pile of flowers I had bought at a special store so I could make some special bread that my special baking friend had sent me the recipe to. She is a baker. I love to eat baking. I just don't get around to baking much. It's not high on my priority list. And as I stared at these flowers and I thought, I spend a lot of money on these things. They're just sitting in my cupboard. I'm not going to do it if I haven't done it yet. I'm going to pass this on to my baking bestie. And I sent them her way. And I'm sure she has baked that bread already that needed all those special flowers. So we can all look around our house and we'll see things of like hobbies we wanted to try, hobbies we maybe used to do, hobbies we think we should do, clothes that we used to wear, clothes we want to wear, appliances that we bought for the food that we never make. We all have identity clutter. It's, it's just in our house. It's in our culture because we live in this culture where we can really be a little bit of everything. We can try out anything and I think it's fantastic. But there becomes a problem, and especially in my case, I felt it was a problem when I wasn't taking action. I was just kind of accumulating stuff and accumulating knowledge and accumulating supplies and then never actually doing anything. And if I am going to start approaching my life more purposefully and think about not just how I'm spending my days, how I'm spending my time, where I'm spending my money, and how I'm using my space, then these things are precious to me, and I want to be really mindful of them. I want to use things in a way that empower me to show up every day as the woman I want to be right now. Through my years of decluttering, as I have walked past a closet full of stuff, it has created a burden in me, and I've really paid attention to that burden. And there's three types of burdens that we feel from clutter. The first one is the physical burden, and that's just this stuff is taking up space. Your home becomes a storage unit instead of the space where you could do things. You know, if your tables are cleared off, you can like do stuff on them. You can bake something, you could craft something. If your like bedroom is clear, it's a place for you to go and relax. When you have a space that's clear, you get that space to live how you want today instead of storing it for different versions of who you think you are. Then there's the mental burden, and that is a very real burden. And I've talked about this before in tolerations. I'm going to link to that in the show notes. I have a little workbook on that. That is the feeling of underlying stress that we get every time we walk past something that's not right, something that bugs us in our home. 
is just this daily stressor and it's small and it builds up, but it's all adding to that mental backstory we have in the back of our minds that says we're failing, we don't have enough time, we're overwhelmed, we just can't figure it out, we can't live the life we want. That is the mental story it's building up in our brains and it doesn't have to be like that. When we can let go of these things, we can let go of that mental chatter. And finally, the emotional burden. And this is where I talk about identity clutter. Because when we look at all of the options, all of the clothes maybe, these are all options of who we could be today. It's overwhelming. It causes decision fatigue, which I talked about last um, last Saturday. I'll link to that in the show notes. All about having less choices, having less decisions we need to make. When we have all of these options, it really muddies our ability to know ourselves. It makes it confusing about who we really are, what we really want, and what we're genuinely interested in. And that's really the process of minimalism. It's about going through your things one by one and saying, am I this person? Do I want to be this person? Why am I holding on to this? Why am I keeping it in my home and keeping it as part of my identity? Minimalism isn't about having less stuff. It's about going through this process so that when you walk into your home, you have chosen your top priorities, the things that mean the most to you. It's getting really clear on who you are and what you want. And this is why minimalism changes lives. Now, here are some hurdles. And the biggest hurdle we're going to experience when we're going to declutter our stuff is the scarcity abundance mindset. We can let go of these things. I can let go of the cross-country skis I never used. I can donate the beeswax candles I never made for five plus years and I moved them around the country. I can pass on really nice work clothes for a career that I've retired from. And it doesn't mean these things are gone forever. It just means I'm not going to give it the time, the space, and the energy to be in my home and be in my brain and be kind of in my mental and emotional space right now. I've gotten rid of truckloads of items. I've let go of things that maybe I could save for the next kid or maybe I'll need down the road. I have let go of so many things. It's still something I'm working on. But what has helped me so much is to move from a scarcity mindset into an abundance mindset. A scarcity mindset tells us there is not enough to go around. You need to find it and you need to hoard it and you need to keep it and you need to secure it. There is, And it's not just stuff, it's there's not enough beauty, there's not enough wisdom, there's not enough audience, there's not enough um, trend, there's not enough for everybody and we need to cling to it when we find it. And this is false and this will really hold you back from living abundantly. (laughs) And yeah, abundance mindset helps you live abundantly because when you look at your life and say, there will always be more, there will be enough for everyone. And I can go out into the world and let go of the distractions, let go of the extra, let go of what I'm building up and hoarding onto. And I can go and live my life right now and know that if these things come into my future again, the supplies will come, the opportunities will come, the tools will come, these things will come back. There will always be more stuff that you can get. There will always be more job opportunities that you can get. There will always be more people. There will always be more clothes. There will always be more. 
And when that time comes that you are ready for it, that you are really ready to make it a priority, that will come into your life. Abundancy over scarcity every time, friends. So I hope you can see the benefits of letting go of who we think we are, these things that we have brought into our home. You know, I think about the things I had at 16 aren't the same things I had at 26. And now at 36, they're different things that I want to have in my home and in my life. And if I can warrant decluttering my 16-year-old life, then I can warrant decluttering my 26-year-old life. I had this mindset for a long time that once it was in my home, I had to keep it here. And there's a kind of a false value we put on things once we own them. There's some psychology terms around it, and I forget what they're called. But we think that if we hold on to it, we can't let go of it. This thing is valuable. And maybe there's some monetary value, but when we consider the cost the physical, emotional, and mental cost of this item in our home, then it seems like a better like exchange of benefits to let that item go. And when we let that go, as you've seen on Marie Kondo, when you let that thing go, it now holds a higher value because it taught you very important lesson. It taught you more certainty and more awareness around who you are and what you want and what you don't want. Decluttering the excess really allows us to change and grow. And that's why I think identity clutter can really hold us back from personal growth. I can't tell you all of this stuff without appreciating that letting go of these things that you aren't using or aren't wearing or aren't doing, that it is hard. This is hard, hard work. And we might know that rationally it makes sense to let this stuff go, but it doesn't take away from the fact that you're kind of separating yourself from that false identity to your true identity. But the benefits are worth it. When I am in my space, when I look in my closet, when I look at how I get to use my space, I feel ownership. I feel control of my stuff rather than the other way around. I feel like my home has become a very authentic version of who we are as a family and how we are living right now. And I feel like I'm just creating space for the vision of life that I have. It's empowering. It is truly empowering to create the space that reflects the life you want for you and your family and to let go of that clutter that has burdened you physically, emotionally, and mentally and held you back from being who you are. So I would love to hear your thoughts on identity clutter. Leave me a message on Instagram or reply to the Simple Saturdays email. I'd love to hear your thoughts about it and how it affects you and your life. To wrap up with a couple simple tips, the first one is oil cleansing. Oil cleansing is a way of washing your face without washing your face. And I have not quote unquote washed my face with face wash in about seven years. My sister-in-law told me about some really great products a while ago for oil cleansing. If you have oily skin, this is what you need to do because oil absorbs oil. And I'll link to that in the show notes. I've written a post about it, but I only use oil and a face cloth to wash my face every morning and every night. The final tip is to keep handy a bag or a bucket or a box of things that you can just throw and go as you go along. Decluttering can't always be this big life event where you stop everything, go through all of your stuff and declutter. Sometimes it's just going to happen on the go, especially if you've done kind of the big decluttering of your home. Then it's just seeing something and being like, yeah, it's been around a while. I'm not really going to keep it and go and put it downstairs in the bin. I keep a bin in my office so that the kids aren't into it. Some of the stuff is theirs and I just see it and I put it in the bin and when it's full, we take it to the thrift store. All right, friends, if you are liking the podcast, then stop by the website and subscribe to the email newsletter. 
it will come into your inbox every other Saturday with the podcast content, special links, and I often put special photos of me and my family. Sometimes I share my favorite outfit, I share what I'm decluttering, and those are special photos just in the email. I rarely ever share these types of photos on Instagram, mostly because I'm too insta-lazy, so my Simple Saturday email friends get them. And being part of the email newsletter means you can hit reply anytime and you will be able to email me and connect with me. And I, I always love to hear from you, whether it is through the email or through podcast ratings and reviews. I just love to know who you are, what you think, what's happening in your life. I don't want you to just be another reader, another listener. I just want to know who's out there and connect with you guys. All right. Have a great week.